What's up, guys? Today's episode of A Couple of Chestnuts is going to be a little different because Jonathan and I aren't going to be talking. Uh, instead, we're going to have a couple of special guests come on and read some of our favorite Christmas stories. Plus, the night before Christmas and how the Grinch stole Christmas. So, you guys stick around, enjoy, and ho, ho, ho. <laughs> for having me on the show. This is Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just shuttled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the roof, there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash. Tore open the shutter and threw up in the sash. Uh, excuse me, threw up the sash. My apologies. Let's keep going. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear? But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With the little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came. Then he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew. With their sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and prawning of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was all dressed in fur from his head to his foot and his clothes were all f tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his back. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. 
His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe, he held tight his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bow full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, and he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Good God, that was long. A couple of chestnuts. Yes, that's the name of it. All right, yes. And, and today, I'm going to be reading How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And this is by Dr. Seuss. And this one is a really good story for all the little boys and the little girls listening to the podcast today. Every who died in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why, because no one quite knows the reason. And that's always going to be the thing, little kids. You understand? When, you hate, when, you, when you're dealing with haters, you're never going to know why they're hating on you. Sometimes they just be hating. We're going to keep on going. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. It could be his hair wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the who's. And that's what happens sometimes, y'all. You have a hater and they just stand and they, they hate on you. And you got to look at them like, go ahead and hate on me, hater. All right, here we go. Staring down from his cave with a sour grinchy frown at the warm lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a holly who wreath. And they, they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's, it's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming. Y'all can hear this? Yeah, just like that. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. For tomorrow, I know all the who girls and boys will wake bright and early, and they'll rush for their toys. And then, oh, the noise. Oh, the noise, 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 noise. They'll stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'll stand, they'll stand hand in hand, and those who's gonna start singing. Fa who foray, da who do re. Welcome Christmas, come this way. A fa who, a foray, a do ha, a do re. A welcome Christmas, a Christmas, Christmas day. I love it, love that song. Welcome, welcome, Fahu Ramus. Welcome, welcome, Dahu Damus. Christmas day is in our grass. So long as we have hands to clasp. That's the song they're gonna sing it. And 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 the Grinch said they're gonna sing and they're gonna sing and they're gonna sing, sing, sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this who Christmas sing thing, the more the Grinch thought I must stop this whole thing. 
Why, for 53 years I put up with it now. I must stop Christmas from coming, but how? Now, I guess you got to stop right here. That man said for 53 years, he's been worried about what them who's is down there doing on Christmas Day. Now, that's sometimes, now that's, now that's a hater that's been hating all his life. You know what type of hater that is? You know how much energy you have to put in to hating? For 53 years, this is a 53-year-old man hating on some people trying to enjoy Christmas. What kind of nonsense is that? I'm sorry. We just going to continue. Then, the Grinch got an idea, an awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat. I'll make a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. <laughs> and, and then, you know, I'm, I'm going to skip a couple of parts because this is a long, long story. But then the Grinch goes and get, get his little dog, Max, because he need a little reindeer, you know. He goes and get, get his little dog, Max, and he, he put a little, a little, 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 uh, a reindeer horn on top of his head. It's not real or anything. <laughs> but that's how, that's how he got a little reindeer. He, he, that's, that's another thing about haters. They always broke. <laughs> haters always going to be broke. <laughs> oh, the Grinch broke self. Anyways, we're going to keep going. So he went on out. <clears throat> now we here. This is stop number one. The old Grinchy Claus hissed as he climbed to the roof, empty bag in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney a rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, well, <laughs> so could the Grinch. <laughs> you know, he had been dieting this year. <laughs> he got stuck only once for a minute or two. Then he stuck his head out the fireplace flue. What a little who stockings hung all in a row. Grinch said, these stockings, he grinched, are the first things to go. Then he slithered and he slunked with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and he, and he, and he took it, every present. It was a quarter of dawn and all the who's still a bed. All the who's still a snooze when he packed up his sled. Packed it up with their presents, their ribbons, their wrappings, their snoof and their fuzzles, their tringlers and their trappings. Ten thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet. He rolled with his load to the tip-top to dump it. Poo-poo to the who's, he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just, they just waking up, and I know exactly what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Y'all y'all know that moment when you super surprised, your mouth will be open, you're just like, Oh, wait. <laughs> y'all can't see me. This is a podcast. Sorry, little kiddies. <laughs> their mouths going to hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry, Boo-hoo. <laughs> Boo-hoo, you know Now that's a noise, grinned the Grinch That I simply must hear He paused, and the Grinch Put a hand to his ear Yes, he did And he did hear sound rising over the snow It started in low And then it started to grow But this sound wasn't sad Why, this sound sounded glad Cause every who down in Whoville The tall and the small Was singing without any presence at all you see, now there's another thing too. Haters, well, we're just going to let the rest of the story go and I'm going to let you know. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or another, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. And it came without tags. Boy, it came without packages, boxes, or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't thought of before. Now this is this is something y'all gotta learn right here. Sometimes people gonna hate on you, like just like the Grinch was hating on the Who's. They gonna hate on you, and then and then they gonna realize that they can't stop your happiness. They can't stop your blessings. No, they can't. 
Because you still going to be happy anyways. Because when you know that when when you know that your happiness don't come from. Well, well we just going to go ahead and let y'all see what to do right now. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't thought of before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And then the true meaning of Christmas came through. And the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches plus two. Oh, Lord, that's a lot of Grinch. And now that his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. You see, you understand, that's what happens when you start to love. You, you get rid of all that anger. And your, your chest don't hurt no more. Your back start loosening up. And you feel like you can fly. That's a great feeling. With a smile to his soul, he descended Mount Crumbit, cheerily blowing, hoo, hoo, on his trumpet. I didn't know that the Grinch could play trumpet, but that's very nice for him. Very, very nice. He rode into Whoville, he brought back their toys, he brought back their floof to the Who girls and the boys. And he brought back their snoof and their tricklers and fuzzles, brought back their patunkas, their dafflers and their wuzzles. He brought everything back, all the food for the feast. And he, himself, where the Grinch carved the roast beast. Welcome Christmas, bring your cheer, cheer to all Who's far near. Christmas day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to grasp. Christmas Day will always be, just as long as we have we. Welcome Christmas while we stand, heart to heart, and hand in hand. <laughs> oh man, what an amazing story. Don't y'all, don't y'all just love a good happy ending and, and, and the Grinch, his heart got bigger. And then you know after this, all the, all the who's had to be singing. You know this right there. Someday at Christmas, a man will be. You know they were singing, they had to sing the Stevie Wonder stuff. They definitely had to sing the Stevie Wonder stuff. And, he, and I'm glad I'm doing this on a podcast because you know, and usually I think that uh, if we wasn't doing it on a podcast, it'd be live. And then it'd be videotaped. And, but, you know, I'm talking about Stevie Wonder. And I'm thinking to myself, Stevie Wonder can't see that. No. So Stevie Wonder has to hear it. And so this is a great thing because, you know, Stevie Wonder is blind. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we know what that sound means. So we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and supporting us. And thank you also to our two special guests. Please be sure to subscribe and leave reviews on Apple Podcasts for us. And until next time, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we're a couple. Just now